Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for today's Practice Journeys podcast. This podcast provides an opportunity to listen in as members share their career journey, highlighting notable aha moments along the way. My name is Melanie Smith, and I'm the director of the ASHP section of Ambulatory Care Practitioners, and I will be your host for today's podcast. With me today is Daniel Trulove, Director of Pharmacy and PGY2 Ambulatory Care Residency Director at the University of Tennessee Medical Center. He is also the 2021-2022 Chair of the ASHP section of Ambulatory Care Practitioners. Thank you so much for joining me today, Danny. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So let's go ahead and get started by talking about our topic. And I titled it, this isn't exactly how I pictured it happening, leadership during unusual times. So to start off, why don't you give um, the listeners a little bit of background about your current practice site and professional responsibilities? Yeah, sure. Um, So I work with our health systems accountable care organization and our integrated health network uh, to provide value-based care pharmacy solutions to both our primary care, um, our specialty, and our hospital patients and providers. So, you know, that sounds like a lot, but to break it down a little bit more simplistic, um, we do a lot of chronic disease management. So things like diabetes, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, COPD, heart failure, through things like collaborative practice agreements. Um, We help patients a lot with medication access issues, um, whether that's affordability or formulary management. Um, And then we do a lot with our health system with transitions of care, whether that's patients being discharged out of the hospital or helping coordinate care um, for patients that may be going into the hospital out of our primary care network. Like you mentioned, I precept our PGY2 ambulatory care pharmacy residents, and I primarily work with them on their practice management or new service, which is a longitudinal rotation where um, each year they kind of put together a business plan and start a new service. So that could be in an existing clinic where we don't have pharmacy services, um, or it could be like this year's residents that are starting a transition of care telehealth clinic where a pharmacy reaches out to those patients about their medications after discharge. And I also precept pharmacy students from our UT College of Pharmacy, and that is mostly a transition of care rotation. Um, It was more focused on ambulatory practices, especially our specialty pharmacy practices like rheumatology and GI. But with the pandemic, uh, we had to make changes. And, you know, with clinics closing down and less patients coming in, the hospital is always open. So transition of care is, is always an opportunity. And it's been really great because a lot of that work also led to what our residents started this year with that telehealth uh, transition of care clinic. So that's a lot. That's quite a mouthful. So was pharmacy specifically your current area of practice? And I know that you are more involved in like leadership and management, something that you were always interested in. And when and how did you decide the time was right to transition from full-time patient care to what you're doing now? So my first job was actually working in an independent pharmacy in little old Inglewood, Tennessee, uh, close to where I grew up. Um, So I've always enjoyed pharmacy. I kind of thought when I went off to college that I would do something else um, like physical therapy or sports medicine, but got back into pharmacy and, and obviously pharmacy school. So yeah, pharmacy's always been something that that I've done. Um, ambulatory care wasn't always something I was interested in. I didn't know until after residency um, that ambulatory care pharmacy was what I wanted to do or, you know, more than likely what I was going to be able to find a job in. But it was appealing uh, a Monday through Friday with no weekends and no holidays. So 
that was a little bit too good to pass up um, and, and was really lucky to get a position in some of our ambulatory care clinics after residency. So, you know, once I began practicing in ambulatory care, I really saw the need to expand clinical pharmacy services um, because I wanted to, to see what we had, you know, when I was a student and a resident and, and saw the different pharmacists uh, working in the hospital whether those be infectious disease pharmacists or internal medicine pharmacists, emergency medicine or oncology. We had all of these specialists um, on an inpatient side. And then I saw those same services um, where we had clinics on the outpatient side, but really no pharmacy support. So I saw a huge opportunity for embedded pharmacy services in those areas. So I think that's what really kind of drew me in and kept me in ambulatory pharmacy was just that opportunity and ability to innovate and grow in the pharmacy space. Nice. You're kind of like me in that you discovered Amcare a little later in your training, yeah. but look where you are now. <laughs> right. um, so we've all had those moments in life or along our journey that have helped define us and shape the impact that we want to have on our practice of pharmacy with our patients and our learners. So can you describe one of your aha moments and was it something that you expected and how did you respond? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think it's hard to to really pin down aha moments. Uh, I've had a lot of them. So maybe that speaks to things that um, I didn't know or was naive about. So I have a lot of them, um, but probably the one that really stands out to me um, was that that first position after residency um, where I primarily worked in our infectious disease clinic and specifically with our, our Ryan White population, our HIV clinic, and working with that population, seeing the needs and the access to medication and the educational opportunities and really where pharmacy could play a role um, as far as prescribing appropriate medications that were evidence-based and also patient-specific. Um, I think a lot of times as a student or as a resident, you, you learn guidelines, you learn what's evidence-based, and then you think that just applies to every patient. Um, but being in clinic, working with those patients and really seeing that there was a lot of patient-specific factors that could go into designing a medication regimen or altering a regimen um, gave me a lot of uh, autonomy and a lot of flexibility to see what pharmacists could do and what value we could offer. So I really think working there was kind of my aha moment to say, hey, pharmacy has a lot more opportunity, especially in the ambulatory care space. We really need to advance what we do. And I tell this to students and residents all the time. We went to school you know, for any number of years. You earned a doctorate degree. You did residency training. You're board certified. Um, we should put all that to good use. And, and I think working in that practice really helped me understand what that could look like. Um, so expanding that to other areas has, has been a career long passion for me. Nice, nice. So let's shift a little bit. And this question, when, I, when I'm going to ask it, I was kind of thinking about a conversation we had during one of our executive committee meetings when, when you were talking about your experience as chair of the section and that this remote experience is not exactly what you pictured um, your chair year being like. But as everyone knows, the last two years have been transformational for everyone in regards to the COVID-19 pandemic, the introduction of vaccinations, and concerns surrounding social justice. So how have you responded to all of this and what changes have you been able to implement both in your practice and at home? What have you learned about yourself, your colleagues, and your family? Yeah, that's a super easy question to answer. No problem. Yeah. And I think to your point, you know, no one expected a pandemic at, at the time and no one expected kind of how that would play out. Um, so we've all just kind of been along for the ride um, for better or for worse. Um, so, I mean, I think things that just working with my team, working with pharmacy students, I mentioned earlier, having to adjust my rotation, working with our residency program, it's just to be more flexible. You know, the more that we can have that flexibility and 
along with flexibility is just the opportunity for innovation. So not being closed off to what those innovative opportunities may look like. You know, how can we do remote work with our pharmacists? So I was always under the impression that to be successful as a clinical pharmacist in the ambulatory space, you needed to be in the clinic. And I think that's still very true. Uh, but something that happened during the pandemic was a lot of our primary care practices had pharmacists in them, um, but there were a lot of other practices that we didn't have embedded pharmacists. But when we started going remote from our embedded practices, we started covering more and more of those other clinics with that remote coverage. So we've really opened up to see how we can expand some of our coverage through some of these remote practices. Um, working with my you know, different students, residents, and, and employees to just be flexible with what kind of was working with them. Schools were shut down. People you know, had kids at home that they were trying to do virtual learning with. So how could we be flexible and, and empathetic towards that and still, you know, get at the end of the day what we needed to be done as far as patient care. So I think those were really important. And then just staying connected with everybody. Um, that was something that a lot of us lost. And, you know, virtual meetings were great. But when there was opportunities, you know, to be socially distanced, to be outside, to you know, try and do things outside of work, um, those were great because just so many things were shut down and it just felt really weird. Um, so any sense of normalcy that we could get in a, in a safe manner, uh, we definitely tried to pursue those as well. Yeah, any sort of normalcy in whatever whatever way it looked like. Um, I think we were all trying to grasp for that. And I think, you know, now that the world, we keep thinking it's going to open up and we don't, but <laughs> but it doesn't. I think that you, you said something in the very beginning about being flexible and just rolling with the punches. And I think that mm -hmm has been very helpful for us to adapt. So my last question for you is really forward thinking. And I like to ask this of everybody, especially given everything we've been through. What do you think the future of the pharmacy profession looks like? And how much, if anything, um, of what we've experienced over the past few years should be implemented as we move forward? Yeah, that's that's another great question. Um, and I, I don't know who said the quote, but it, it comes to mind, um, especially with the previous discussion. Um, and I think it's something like, there's no education like adversity. Um, so I feel like everything I've learned in my career is, has come through adversity, at least the things that really stick with me. Um, so I think that's, you know, the value of what we've all gone through and continue to go through is what we've learned um, from that adversity and how we can apply that. And so, you know, I think the future of ambulatory care pharmacy is really just starting. It's expanded into so many different areas and it's advancing in so many different ways. So you know, whether we talk about the buzzwords like provider status or, you know, things like value-based care, I think ambulatory pharmacists have so many opportunities ahead of them to advance the profession. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that is to improve patient care. I think there's just a lot of opportunities out there for us to help patients. And that's being realized more and more and, you know, going through some of those adverse conditions, you know, in some ways has helped that, like we talked about with, with virtual um, and remote access for patients and, and for our, our pharmacists. So I definitely think before my career is over, uh, I plan to advocate for and, you know, hopefully see ambulatory care pharmacists practicing in, in sustainable environments where we are the true healthcare medication specialists. We say it all the time, we're the medication experts, but I think we're the medication specialists. And my earlier work um, when I was in the HIV clinic and just working on, you know, evidence-based regimens, you know, that were patient specific. I think that's a huge opportunity that pharmacists can translate to any number of disease states or any number of practices. So um, if anything, in the last two years, you know, the demonstration of, of the value of pharmacists and the need for our expertise on patient outcomes, because we can reduce costs, we can improve patient health, 
Um, and I think we can really reduce the burden that we're seeing on other healthcare providers. I mean, pharmacies, you know, not immune to that, but we definitely um, can help play an impact and play a role in, in helping the rest of our healthcare colleagues. Absolutely. Definitely can help fill in the gaps and provide ideal patient care. Um, well, thank you so much, Danny, for joining me to discuss your leadership journey, or as I like to say, this isn't exactly how I pictured it happening, <laughs> leadership during unusual times. And thank you so much for sharing both your professional and your personal perspectives. Yeah, thanks so much, Melanie. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.